0: Hello guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Wind is Talking podcast with your host Corinne. I am so, so excited for this episode. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the most trendiest thing in the world right now, what you see on social media, astrology, and what even is astrology? You know, like most people lately I've had conversations with and they're like, I don't know much about all of that. So here I am today to break it down with my special, special, special guest, Empress. She is a astrology expert, historian, the person who taught me everything I know, and I'm just super excited to get into it. And Empress, thank you so much for coming. I'm so happy you're on. How are you? Oh my God. Thank you so much, so much for having me. Let Thanks. me just
1: clarify. I'm not an expert. I'm an enthusiast for <laughs> one coming for me. I've been very (laughs) passionate about astrology and the things of the unknown and questioning the unknown. So I'm very, very excited um, to be a guest today.
0: Yay! So for me, for the most part, like with astrology, I kind of have always been into astrology, I guess because my parents were like raised in the seventies and my dad's an Aquarius and my mom's a Sagittarius and so they were always very gung-ho and like informed me on those type of things. But I know for like everyone it's not like that. And I'm just curious how like what got you into astrology? What made you interested in astrology?
1: You know, I wish I could say the same for my parents, but my family was more so like against it. And my family was uh, always very much into the church and the I Christians. See. And until we were raised. Um, right. I kind of knew a little bit about me being a Libra, like okay. the comments here and there, but I didn't really understand. I definitely didn't believe any of it just yet until maybe about 10 years ago where I was just really just trying to figure out myself and right. myself. And I'm like, what exactly does it mean to be a Libra?
0: Right. And
1: that's when I just kind of just delved right into it. It's been like a rabbit hole for the past <laughs> 10 years and there's just so much to learn. I'm still learning. Um, it's just a very interesting topic for me. So I'm excited.
0: Same. Me too. So like, okay. And this, like, honestly, there's so many things that Empress knows that like, I don't know. So this is going to be a learning situation for all of us because like, yeah, she's taught me everything I know, but she really... she knows it all okay and I don't care what she says I do not know (laughs) (laughs) I think she does but either way it goes so what is astrology what what do you what do you what do you like what even is it
1: um astrology how would you describe it
0: it's a mystery
1: (laughs) (laughs) um that's like a really good question and I feel like I still ponder that Mm. today um after like, preparing for this podcast, I was trying to figure out what the best answer for that question would be, nice. and what I've come up with, um, that astrology is basically a phenomenon that correlates or connects um, celestial movements, the stars, the planets, um, nice. eclipses, and things. And it kind of correlates that with like fated events that are happening on Earth. Ah. um the part that i'm questioning still and the part that a lot of philosophers and astrologers Mm -hmm. in ancient times until now are still kind of questioning because most people do believe in it this more so is the stars and the planets causing the actions to happen on earth the fated actions or is astrology just like a, a clock on the wall where it's Just showing us um, signs and omens of what's going on
0: um, Mm. in the planets,
1: you know, as above, so below, kind of thing. Yes. So I think that's what my main quest with studying astrology is. And that's kind of what the main quest was. for a lot of um, ancient astrologers and philosophers were there was really debating the topic of fate, mm. um the topic of fortune and how these celestial um bodies are um connected to it. Most people they do see that of course the sun and the moon are affecting the tides on Earth. Right. But um when it comes to like the other planets, those things are, are still questionable not questionable, but you know it makes it makes us ponder
0: and that's right. really what
1: astrology is about it's about questioning the unknown um, trying to find those answers and um really just trusting your gut
0: that is so cool like honestly i the ancient connection between like ancient like for example ancient egypt and astrology it's it's crazy how far back this actually goes and i don't think a lot of people understand that like when we're talking about astrology we're not talking about something that is new this is mm-hmm. this is not something that is in the last 100 years this is something exactly. that is thousands of years old and mm-hmm. even last year there was a story about how in ancient in egypt they found like the 12 zodiac signs and exactly. you know and it's crazy how it correlates back and how far it goes back and how they used it you know Exactly it's it's just so crazy to me and that's why I love it I do love the mystery you know I'm like I'm so inquisitive and I love the mystery behind it and I just find it so fascinating and uh it's just no,
1: I do love that you um brought up the history of how it dating how it dates back to yeah. Egyptian times because we really do have the the proof the history, the text that does show us that it does date back to about four thousand years. Wow. We have texts of showing um from ancient egypt Egyptian times, and during then they were using it they were really. And they're really into watching the diurnal rotation of the sun, mm. seeing where the sun is at different parts of the day. And they would yes. use that to time their religious um, rituals. So while that was happening in Egypt, around the same time in ancient Mesopotamia, which is now known as modern day Iraq, mm. they were also forming their own um astrology where they were more so looking at the major movements in the skies like eclipses Ah. or comets and things and what they would do they would actually correlate that it's called mundane astrology that's when you're kind of like um forecasting for like cities or kingdoms presidents or kings so in ancient Mesopotamia, when they would see like an eclipse, for example, that would be like a sign of like a king dying. So it's so interesting because sometimes they would even like put a false king in place around the time of an eclipse. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that their actual king would not die. And that, yeah. So, so they were very much um, into that and then with like the... Um, the conquest of Alexander the Great. You know, he he um he kind of brought the two together. Um, ancient Mesopotamia and Egypt. They were all under the same rulership. They were all speaking the same language at this point of Greek. Um, that's yeah. how the that's how the astrologies and their cultures became intertwined. And around this time, we call this um, the Hellenistic period or Hellenistic mm-hmm. astrology. And around this time, it's about 2,000 years ago, this is where we kind of get our main core um, aspects okay. of the astrology that we studied today. Which interesting. I think be, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super, super interesting. And from that, we kind of, like I said, we got like our main core aspects of astrology. We got our, the planets. Um, then we've got the Zodiac, we have the houses and we have the aspects and that's really the main, um, the core of astrology.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So (laughs) for people who don't know now, like when it comes to like, um, Zodiacs, the houses, I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people you see on social media, like, you know, co-star posts and I, you know, all these things, what, and it's common to talk about your big six or like, what, what, mm-hmm. what does this mean? What does that mean? What is, what is the sun sign? You know, things like that. And mm-hmm. so how would you break it down? Like, how would you describe it? Like the sun and the moon? Cause I know for um, me, like the sun, the way I view it is like the sun is the ego or, yes. and would you like, what, what do you think um, each of those like represent or what does it represent for people who don't mm-hmm. really know?
1: For sure. So, like I was saying, um, the planets is really like the, the core, core, core of okay. astrology, because and we really focus on the five visible planets okay. plus Jupiter and Saturn. Um, that's what they've been studying. Like I said, since ancient Mesopotamian and Egyptian times, they're really focused on the planets that we could see. That was very important to them. Okay. Um, to be able to like see a sign or an omen. Was um, said to be very important. Okay, so they noticed the difference between the planets. They actually called them wandering stars.
0: Ah. And if you look up,
1: if you look up at the sky at night, you'll see the the different stars. But then, mm-hmm. if you watch it over time, you start to see these bright, bright, bright stars that mm-hmm. are moving. Yeah, um, so they really referred to them as the seven wandering stars. Okay, um, so we have the two luminaries, which is the sun and the moon. And like you were saying, the sun usually represents. Um, the ego, um, the sun is the brightest thing in our solar system. So a lot of their um, definitions or qualities for mm-hmm. the planets, they really got it from looking at the planet. So we can oh, see the wow. sun. It's the brightest. It's the brightest thing. Um, it's stable compared to the moon. The moon is always changing. Um, the moon changes signs about every two and a half days. But compared to the moon, the sun is said to be very stable, it's um, never really changing. Um, that's what we thought we thought we'd correlate that with like your ego. Interesting, um, also, it's correlated with your soul, which is very interesting as well. They correlate the moon with your mind or your emotions because those things are always changing. Um, whereas, like your soul and your intellect, that's something that will go on past this right time, it's something that's going to be eternal.
0: Wow. So,
1: mm-hmm. so the sun is usually correlated with that. It's also correlated with like um, your father or the head of household. Um, it's also correlated with like presidents and kingship or even like celebrities, mm. um, authority, anything that's like a solid figure in your life. It's usually what the sun is correlated to. And most people, they know their sun sign, which is very important to know, Um. But other planets, they definitely kind of give the sun its flavor, the planets, the different the sign that it's in, the house yeah. that the um, planet's in, the aspects. So it's good to know your basic um, sun sign, but like you were saying, mm-hmm. um, so much more to your chart. Um, you have your big six, you have your big seven. So um, that's our sun. Anything you want to talk about? In oh my to so the sun
0: um yeah like I've always felt because I constantly like have conversations with people and it's like um if we're talking casually about like just zodiac signs it always comes back down to like oh I'm a this I'm a this talking about their sun sign oh like I'm a I'm a Leo so this this and this but then I always wonder I'm always like but what's your moon sign? What is your moon sign? Because, or what is your rising? Because I feel like with the ego, a lot of people, like that can be a large part of you, but I definitely agree that the other planets kind of create, like, they make you like more of who you are, you know, like your emotions, your personality, you know, like how you communicate, you know? Mm -hmm. And so yeah, the sun yeah i I mean i love my sun sign. you know that yeah so (laughs) i love being an aquarius so i think it's
1: also very fitting that most people only know their sun because like you said that is your ego most people are living in their ego so that makes
0: sense
1: that's what they will know first and foremost
0: always always Mm -hmm. so what do you think like the most important like placement is or placements are for like let's say love or uh or relationships Well, did you want to go through the rest of the planets before we talk about placement? Sure, 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 sure. Okay, let's get into it. We can talk about, what do you want to talk about, Mercury next? Well, uh, we can talk about Mercury. I was going to go with, like, the
1: the two luminaries, which is the moon, yeah. Okay, cool. Do you want to talk about the moon?
0: The moon is in cancer right now. uh, The moon is at home. (laughs) Yes, for both of us. It is. And, um, well, you know, I... I definitely feel like when it comes to moon placements, I am biased. I am biased and I, I believe because like I have a cancer moon. So I'm very, I feel like emotions and the moon placement is very, very important. I, Mm -hmm. especially when in relationships, communicating with people, whatever, I find that when I learn someone's moon sign, I understand them a tad bit better, you know? Yes. And so, yeah, I love... I love talking about moon signs. I find it so a fascinating.
1: Me, a part of me feels like when I find out somebody's moon sign, maybe it's because we're also both cancer moons and we're yeah. very much connected to our moon sign, but I feel like when I know somebody's moon sign, I do feel like I'm seeing the real version of themselves. Yes. I feel like I'm able to like connect with them on a more personal level, like Absolutely. on a more heart-to-heart level, yes. which is very fitting when it comes to the moon. Because um, even with that, so the, the sun... In medical astrology, it represents like the heart. Okay. But the moon represents, like you said, like your your mind and mm. your emotions. And the part of the body that represents would be like the stomach, like your your gut, gut feeling, like we're talking about. Ah, and it wow. also represents um the breast area. Um, really. Mm-hmm. Because mm. like I was saying, um usually the moon is correlated with like womanhood or, mm. like, the mother or family or right. whole life. Things that we, like, really keep near and dear to us. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, they, they correlated the moon with um womanhood, I guess, just because of the different phases of the moon. Okay. Of course, how our cycles are, are linked to the moon. Um, that was really, like, our first calendar was the moon. So was I believe, bu- yeah. Yeah, right mm-hmm. doesn't
0: isn't that why they say like if you if you have like like for me for example like i start my cycle on new moons it's like what yeah. the fuck yeah <laughs> what does that mean no,
1: those definitely are significant um there's a lot to get into on the podcast today but those, those definitely are significant right? um for like when you're ovulating or when you're starting your cycle on um, different phases mm-hmm. of the moon different phases of your cycle so it's definitely definitely correlated and i believe in that whole whole wholeheartedly i do too yeah, um. So that is the moon. Those are our two luminaries, and then the next planet, um, after that is usually Mercury. Um, so the moon's closest to us, but Mercury, um, it's able to like kind of do it at once in a sense. Like when we start talking about house systems or different aspects, mm-hmm. when it comes to Mercury, it's kind of like it really is the wild card. Um, they consider Mercury like the lawyer or, like, the merchant. Um, oh. Mercury also represents, like, markets, um, bantering, that back and forth, that contrast, that contrary kind of thing.
0: Ah, uh, I love that.
1: So, hmm And it it, make, it definitely makes sense when you start thinking about, like, Mercury retrogrades when things are just going out of control, they're wacky, so it definitely makes sense. Mm. Um, mer- mercury also um, is related to like not necessarily writing but more so like i said the conveying of meanings right. um, in mythology um you know mercury is usually hermes and he okay. said to like have rulership between um over both the heavens and the earth Mm. like the gods will like speak to him and he will be able to come down to the humans and kind of convey what they're saying so yes. they're, if you know any gemini's or any virgos you know that they love to chat <laughs> their, their, their minds are always going they're always yes. looking for some kind of dance or some kind of fun yes um so that is mercury and mercury usually, like like, usually on your chart it determines like how you communicate how you understand things um your thought process Mm. whereas the moon is more so like your in their feelings your your gut feeling right that part of your mind mercury is more so like what you know to be true and that what you're saying to be true it's like it's a fact you know what i mean
0: right okay so like you believe it this is what's true period
1: yes it's more so like just um sharing information just sharing Mm. the facts whereas your moon is more so i feel like kind of thing
0: okay yeah that makes complete mm-hmm. sense and the sun, the
1: sun is more so like i know it's i know it to be true the moon is more so i feel it to be true the mercury is more so it more so it is true or like it's not true it's more so like you know what i mean In definitive I mean. yeah exactly
0: yeah wow you know that's a great way to put it that was like a perfect analogy like a perfect description. Look at you. you What's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything I have to say about mercury placements? Well, um, you know uh, I don't know. I'm I will say this the way just how you related like the I feel, I feel mm. I feel like sometimes people when they convey messages that um it's I don't know the, the the connection between like your moon sign and the way you convey messages can be very telling. I think it really mm-hmm. shows who's tapped into like their emotions or tapped into like, you know, how they feel, especially with how they convey. Does that make sense? It does make sense.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: especially with the combination of, and we're going to get into it, like the rising sign. It's like all of that. It just like, it creates the human being. It's just like, ugh, I don't know.
1: No, I agree. Um, and kind of tough or tag along with what you were saying in terms of like when someone knows what they're talking about knows what they're saying Mm -hmm. it's very interesting because it's like sometimes it could be because like their sun and their mercury are on the same the same sign so Uh. they are very definitive and they they know what they're saying to be true sometimes because mercury can actually um Mercury's speed varies so much throughout its cycle. It can actually be up to two signs as fast as the sun. So like suppose the one is like um, a Leo sun, but their Mercury can go all the way up to Libra or it can go all the way back to what's that? Gemini. So just, I think that also is very telling the way that they're communicating, just depending on where the other placements are. Cause like
0: we said, it's really about mm-hmm. your chart as a whole. That's, it, you know what? I just recently actually kind of found that out. I, I I wouldn't say I found it out, but I just never thought about it because my son and my Mercury do go together. And, exactly. you know, so I, the way, when I say stuff, I mean it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I recently met somebody that, um, who was a Pisces with an Aquarius Mercury, and that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, very me. common. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, I've never like, uh, maybe I never realized it, but I just found that so mm-hmm. interesting because it's like, damn, yeah. a, a Mercury and Aquarius, and you're a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: They're mm-hmm. yeah. so Usually, very interesting <laughs> people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, just tell me about it. Wow. Okay, so what's the next planet? Is it? A- so then, all right. What do you think it is? Um, Sun, so Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Venus,
1: my planner. Uh-huh. I love her because I'm a Libra.
0: Oh my gosh, um, yes.
1: But yeah, so after, um, Mercury is Venus, Venus mm. can get up to two signs away as, as well but it does not move as quickly as Mercury. And mm. like, even if you're looking at Mercury from like on a telescope or like watching how it goes through the um ecliptic, as I, I believe the word is. Basically just seeing where the um the, where Mercury goes throughout mm-hmm. the constellations. Mercury can really get like so far out and on either side of the planet. It's mm. really the only one that can do that. Venus can get almost there but not quite um, wow. Quite as far as Mercury. Um, if you do look up in the sky, actually, let's see. Where is Venus at right now?
0: That's a good question.
1: Mm-hmm. Venus is in Sagittarius. We won't be able to see it. But some nights, um, actually, maybe the next few nights, if you look up in the sky, um, Venus, it's actually called like the morning star. It's a very, very, very bright star sometimes you can actually see it. So over the
0: next few days, we might be able to see it if you look like directly across from the moon. Oh my gosh. And is it, it's like the bright, it's like the brightest one and it's shown at like two, it's like early in the morning though. Like it really, is, yeah. really early. Yes, it's so bright. I took pictures yeah. of it recently. I love that. Yeah, they call
1: it the morning star. Um, Venus is represented by like things that unify, um, marriage, Mm. Um by like rectifying bonding of things. Um like I said it's called the morning the morning star. In astrology, there's there's so many different like sets and mm-hmm. groups. Um so the two brightest stars would be Venus and Jupiter. And okay. they're called the great benefics. So they're like the ones that kind of quote unquote bless your charts. things of quote-unquote fortune so like i was saying venus represents marriage the unifying of things Mm. um the bonding of things venus is very much the opposite of mars so while venus is bringing things together and unifying it mars is separating it while venus is about um family Mm. mars is about like Literally, one of the descriptions for Mars is abortion.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
1: yeah. Um, Venus is about love. Mars is literally represented by, like, the warrior or um, masculine energy um, versus feminine energy. And when I say masculine versus feminine, it does not necessarily mean women versus men or that kind of masculine. Right. It's like sign. feminine. Not only that, it's more so just contrasting things. Because uh, I okay. find when people talk about like, um, feminine versus masculine, and any kind of topic outside of astrology as well, but particularly in astrology, it's more so about just the feminine aspect and the masculine aspect, but not necessarily men and women.
0: Just like like how back. like how like how Sagittarius is, I think a feminine, considered yes. a feminine. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: Or even just, like, day versus night kind of contrasting things.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, Surprisingly, I don't have much to say about Libra.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? Um, The freaking Venus. You know what? Or not even that, Mars. So, like, when you say all that stuff, is that why, like, Mars placements that are in, like, fire signs is that why or some some fire signs not all for example like mars and leo or like um or like the signs that are more considered masculine is that why they thrive in that in that placement absolutely and then there's also another um topic of
1: astrology that's called like planetary joys Mm -hmm. or triplicities and there are certain planets and certain houses that The planets do better in there's certain houses and signs that the signs do not do as well in. Really, Uh, mm -hmm. there are certain like mitigating factors, um, but there definitely are certain placements that do better than others. So, definitely, if you see like um, fire in Mars, um, it definitely is more constructive. But a very interesting topic about that, yes. So, yes. Fire signs do great in Mars, but the best Mars placement, Tell is me. ironically, Capricorn in Mars. Really, because Cap- Mars is more of that fiery combustion energy, kind of like just flip off at the, at the hinges. Yeah, so Capricorn they're more work driven, so they're Balance. able to use that fiery energy. Um, more productively, as well as to kind of, like I said, just make it more productive. So there are definitely more placements or signs that um, planets do better on. So for all 'all y'all
0: listening, Mm -hmm. all y'all listening who have a a Mars in Capricorn, this is for Mm -hmm. you! Yes.
1: yes, Oh my gosh, wow, that's very interesting. Actually, Mars is in Capricorn right now.
0: (laughs) How intriguing. Alignment, Mm -hmm. that is alignment.
1: Wow. And then for Venus, the quote-unquote best placement or the planet that has um the planetary joy is what it's called would be um pisces actually so although other earth signs, other earth or air signs would do well in venus Mm -hmm. when it comes to pisces just because pisces really is like that romantic
0: yeah i um, can see that
1: lover and they always like engulf themselves um it's also water so water and selfish is very engulfing (sighs)
0: So, yeah, when, when Venus is in Pisces. That's sweet. I never knew that. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I think because my Venus is an earth sign, so I'm like, I, f- I feel like this is where it's supposed to be. This is how yeah. this feels comfortable for me. Um, but mm-hmm. then I do notice that it, it sometimes can lack the, like, you know, you know me, Amber, So, you know, I can be very romantic, but yeah. like, it, it's not as romantic as I say, like, you are. I think you're more romantic than I. But yeah, I think also when it comes to like Pisces, Pisces I'm on
1: not, I'm not a Pisces Venus, you guys. I have also <laughs> a fire Venus, which I love. But I think also cause with Pisces, they're said to be very, um, they're more like the sacrificing sign. Oh, but I interesting. think that part when it comes to Venus is why uh-huh. it's, um,
0: has oh. a joy there. You know, oh, so that makes sense. Um, okay, <laughs> so I don't feel as bad now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that part, that
1: part. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, one second. I, actually, I'm looking at my book. I'm reading from. It's a traditional astrology book. It's called Hellenistic mm-hmm. Astrology: The Study of Fate and Fortune. That's really where I got a lot of my um, studies from.
0: Different mm. like
1: chapters talking about H. And then here we are, Venus. Venus is desired in love. It signifies mother and nurse. It makes priesthoods. So this passage is actually from like I don't know, not, I think like one C.E. Oh wow! So Gosh, for, yeah, so a lot of these writers they are speaking in extremes, of um, course. So that you can kind of yourself find where the middle ground is and kind of just get the gist. Okay. Of because obviously Venus is not a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So priesthood, public beneficiaries, which is like marriage, um, represents the wearing of gold, the wearing of crowns, friendships, companionships, Mm. um, the acquisition of properties, pretty much things that are like binding contracts, stuff like that, bringing together, purchasing of ornaments, um, the refined arts, pleasant sounds, music maybe, music making, sweet singing, beauty painting, um, etc., really cool. etc. Et um, for Mercury, it says Mercury signifies education, writing, um, dispositions, speech, brotherhood, um, interpretation, mm. numbers, calculation, geoma- geometry, commerce, youth, playfulness, but. While it's playfulness, the next one is um, beef. So <laughs> it's definitely that contrary um, Mercury energy for sure.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow, mm-hmm. how intriguing is that? Yeah, I always like when it's when I ask, like when I talk to people and we talk about charts and I talk about their placements and stuff, I always find all, certain placements just so interesting because I feel like if you know, the more you know, you can see how it relates to like the person, which Mm -hmm. is just, it's crazy. And that's why I always encourage people, like if you're listening or whatever, to really do some research into your Chart or like you know, look up your chart and see what what it says and actually like look into it. Like,
1: absolutely, it
0: really can be an eye opener, especially if you are kind of unsure of self or you know, like it can kind of give you information. And not saying that it's all right. Like, don't go on Instagram and put in hashtag freaking Pisces and then start reposting every single thing it says about Pisces. That's not what I mean, but like actually doing some research outside of like social media and like co-star you know
1: because mm-hmm. no i told i totally use are because i feel like cause i've been studying for about 10 years and i'm mm-hmm. now kind of getting to a point where i, I maybe mean, must have conversations yeah and really conceptualize what i believe because there's right. a lot of information out there mm-hmm. um to take everything with a grain of salt yeah um, just really study yourself be honest right. with yourself um and see what um what relates and what does not relate study people around you, um that's 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 really what it's about.
0: Truly, do you think like, um, do we is there another placement? Did we talk about all the placements? We talked about Venus Mars. What about rising sign? That is so you know. Um,
1: yeah. I can say a little bit because I feel like I have not found the correct definition a little bit. Um relates to my actually I found the page. (laughs) Actually I did not find the page. But basically when it comes to your rising, that correlates with the different houses. Like I was saying in ancient Egypt they studied the diurnal rotation of where the sun was um at different parts of the day. And then where it was, that's where they kind of got different house topics. topics Mm. of life from and from that is where we derive our house system from so each there's 12 houses there's 12 signs there's 12 houses and each house um has a different topic of life and then the first house is um is the rising sign and the first house is supposed to be the native it's supposed to be yourself um, okay some people define it as your real self or your true self or your mass self mm. um, so when it comes to that i'm still kind of debating what it means to me right but i okay. do i have seen um and i do believe than it is um the first house when it comes to the houses.
0: So you bes- maybe also
1: because my first house is actually my first house my first house planet is actually in my 12th house. Maybe that's why I don't really enjoy it
0: as much. I wonder, you know, I saw because of course I'm scrolling whatever, I see a post and of one of these astrology people and they're like, oh if you have this then blah 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 is in your first house. And I'm like uh I mean, not. I mean, I don't know because I didn't have that. I'm like my first house is my rising sign. Like I yeah. don't. I think that is just because some people
1: um, there. There is now different house systems.
0: Oh.
1: Um. So in ancient times, they started out using the whole house system. So each sign, um, will be a full house, and then you'll mm-hmm. go on from there. But they did note the different degrees that certain planets were. Okay. So while they were using whole house system initially, they were incorporating other house systems to get a more accurate reading. And then from there, we got the development of um, different house systems. So that might have been um.
0: Why Interesting. It was like that. So it varies. Like people have different ideas of like what their first house mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. Ah, oh, interesting.
1: Mm, wow. Depending on which, depending on which house system you study, okay. But most, um, most apps, websites these days, they are using Placidus as the primary one, right. and they would have like whole house system and maybe quadrant house system, I and mean, there's like hundreds of other ones. It depends on which you personally follow, which goes back to studying yourself and see, seeing what relates and what does not relate.
0: Ah, uh, like what you resonate with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting, uh, yeah. I, I like I, always was wondering.
1: For sure. And then I have um, a diagram here talking about the 12 houses. I can go through them really quickly. Oh yeah, sure.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: So, and then, like I said, there are certain planets that do rule certain houses. So for the first house, we have um, it's the first house we said. It's supposed to be your livelihood, your okay. body, your spirit, and that is ruled by Mercury. Your second house would be your livelihood and like your possessions, things that you have. Um, and that has no um planet ruler. The third one is your siblings. Um, it's living abroad, extra relatives, and the Moon rules that house. Your fourth house is your parents, your home. It's also ruled by death and hidden things. Mm. Um, your fifth house, which is ruled by Venus. It, um, it has topics of children, um, good doing, your fortune on um, things of like pleasure. Um, your sixth house um, is ruled by Mars. And when I say this next part, you just have to think of this from a first century context. But the sixth house did represent slaves, um, it represents injury, um, sickness, as well as enemies.
0: Really? The-
1: Mm-hmm. The, or
0: it also represents work which is so interesting because you know they always put six houses work and they never add that yeah. additional information okay <laughs> yeah is from a very old text
1: so, okay okay i'm um, glad you good. incorporated that mm-hmm. from that we have um i'm sorry the seventh house which is about marriage um your spouse um, sex, signification, as well as living abroad. The mm-hmm. eighth house represents death, inheritance, as well as punishment. The ninth house um, is ruled by the sun, and it represents religion, astrology, mystical matters, um, travel, as well as king, which makes sense because like I said, the yeah. sun usually represents the king. Wow. Um. In your 10th house which is at the very very top of the chart that represents your reputation your occupation um advancements pretty much like promotions or uh, advancing in life mm-hmm. um it represents like your children or your legacy as well as representing like change or like big changes in your life Wow. Um the eleventh house is ruled by Jupiter and that represents your friends, your hopes and your dreams, as well as gifts. Mm. The twelfth house um represents like internal suffering. Um represents internal danger, depression, or also like secrecy or like um things that we keep hidden.
0: Ah, wow
1: and that is the um significations of the 12 houses so like you were talking about the rising sign which is usually in the first house mm-hmm. um and like we said that's represented by your livelihood or your life itself as well as your body and your spirit.
0: Interesting. And Mm -hmm. for anybody listening and you're like, houses, how do I even find that? Well, you have to know your birth time. And Mm -hmm. you put it into a chart, your birth time with your location of birth. Um, And for it to be accurate, your birth time should be as accurate as possible. Mm -hmm. And it'll give you your houses. And that's how you find it.
1: And it's very important to have the correct time because like I was saying, the moon does move. Yes. every two and a half days um, so it can definitely change quickly even Mercury moves pretty quickly so you could be thinking like for myself for a long time I did not know that I was a Cancer moon until I got the correct time. What did that you think
0: a- you were? A Taurus moon?
1: Um, I didn't really know about moon signs at all oh, but okay. I mean if I would have just put any time it could have still been a Gemini moon.
0: Oh Gemini yeah wow you're definitely yeah. a Cancer moon girl.
1: For sure <laughs> for sure and at first i was kind of upset about it because i was going to say one of my parents <laughs> is a cancer and i was mm-hmm. like i don't want to be like them Da-da-da-da. and i'm like you know what i can kind of understand them.
0: yeah and it's and, and cancer's at home right there it feels it's exactly like perfect <clears throat> it's not ego. Is. It is exactly. Uh, that's amazing, dog! Wow, I learned Ooh. so much. Wow. So, do you think, like, what do you think some misconceptions people have, like, about astrology overall? Like, it's you know, is it demonic? Like, what what are misconceptions people have?
1: Oh, that's a very interesting topic to touch on. Um, <laughs> I just because just because there was a time when astrology, philosophy, and science were all. Um, respected as not necessarily as one but they were all viewed or respected as um, yes the high sciences um yes. at this time philosophy was very very big they had different schools of philosophy mm-hmm. one of the main schools was stoicism or stoicism i'm sorry i'm pronouncing correct, it correctly but that's pretty yes exactly um, it was very popular in Hellenistic times as well as during the Roman Empire. And Ooh. they basically said, or their belief was that everything in life was predetermined or mm. faded. And it was our job here on earth to learn what our destiny was right. and to accept our destiny and be okay with our destiny because there's no escaping it. Right. So they really used astrology to learn what their, their fate was, so they can come to term with whatever, quote unquote, bad placements they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so during this time, it was a lot of discussions on fate and free will. Okay. and around this time is when Christianity became very very popular because um, it kind of gave people a way to kind of combat their, um, their fate if you mm. believe in X, Y, and Z you won't be subject to the fate of the stars
0: wow um, that's mm-hmm. deep
1: so and that's really where it fell there was a few different resurgences of it but from the um, the growth of Christianity and never really um, came back to that height in society. Right. I do feel like it's very very popular now. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure where I see it going. I do kind of feel like the bubble will be popping soon. Mm. Um, just because it does come back to the, the question of fate and free will. Right. People are, are realizing what their chart is. Uh, and even that, when you, when you get your chart, mm-hmm. there are different placements or aspects that can mitigate or soften any quote-unquote bad aspect. Right. That's one. Two, we are living this human experience and there are going to be good things and there are going to be bad things and there are going to be things that we really cannot escape. But so yes. it is important for us to accept some things. There are some things like, that can be mitigated um, yep. but I do believe now with people with astrology or birth charts being so accessible, maybe people will be able to deal with the question of fate um so easily, which is it's mm. a very heavy topic. So I It is. So that's why I feel like it will be a decline too, because people will not really want to face all that it entails.
0: But that you know that's so intriguing to me because, I. When I think about like my chart, my personal chart, and like just reading it and the research I've done on self and each of my aspects and points, it's so it's so intriguing because you, there are things that it says about me that I don't even like, it's like, you wouldn't even be able to verbalize these things. Like, it's just like, you read it and you're like, wow, this actually is this person. Like, wow, mm-hmm. this actually, like, this describes something that I can relate to. It's like, there's, to me, there's no denying the correlation in the relation and there's no actual running from fate. But a lot of people do want, I find so much positivity in it. I think that's what it is. It's like the, even through the, you know, fate, it's like, there's positivity in that. You can really find yourself within that, you know, mm-hmm. and create your own path in your own life. No, I, I definitely agree wholeheartedly because it, it
1: really is um, a heavy topic. But even yeah. sometimes with that, if someone, say like a teenager, were to see their chart and mm-hmm. you know, it didn't really relate to them because they still have so much life to live. Exactly. You know? So Maybe they didn't, didn't really experience that part of their chart yet.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm that's so true
1: mm-hmm. but
0: that's the I think that's the beauty of it though you know but also don't look at your chart in like if you're 15 don't look at your chart and be like okay so this 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 no you know it's I think exactly. sometimes people so are much, looking there's
1: so much life to live that you yeah. haven't really experienced those aspects yet
0: yeah for real for real and honestly I kind of knew about Um, I'll say in high school, I knew my, um, my houses, which I think is really Mm -hmm. crazy, but in high school, I knew my houses pretty pretty cool. I remember looking it up on one of these websites on my iPod and Mm -hmm. finding all my houses and just reading it. And that's when I found out, like I had a cancer, you know, all my cancer placements and I'm just like, Oh wow. Like this is wild to me because I feel this inside, but I've never been able to really articulate that this. And I think that's why I related to it so much because outside of the religious thing, I never really connected in a religious aspect to anything. Mm -hmm. So I was never, my vision was never clouded in regards to it. So I always just like took it on and was like, wow, this is so interesting. Wow. I love this. This really describes me. Um, And I honestly, I really want more people to like find what works for them, even if it's not like astrology, but like, you know, learning more about self, I feel like is so important no matter which way you do it.
1: No, definitely. I feel like that's where all the answers come from, is between yourself first and foremost. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Wow. wow. I'm so, like, I'm so happy we got on here and have this conversation, empanada. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm
1: sorry, dying. I am walking down the stairs. <laughs> I am so so excited too I, think she's like, I can talk about this for, for hours obviously I know. They, there's so much to learn um, like I said definitely focus on what resonates with you yes um, a lot of people a lot of astrologers they would down certain apps and I was definitely one of those in the beginning that was okay. like a co-star hater <laughs> of course. But now I'm at the point where I believe is everyone is on their own journey. Everyone, and for me, that was the first app that I used as well for a little while. Right. There are definitely better apps, but it's, it's a starting point. Don't take what you see as face value. Right. More so look at the placement, see what mm-hmm. they're saying, and then do your own research following
0: that. Um but, but I was not...
1: Down star I would more so recommend other websites, specifically um, Astro-Charts.com. It's a website. Um, like you we said, you will need your birth time so to have a more accurate reading. Yes. Um, it'll pull up your birth chart as well as the wheel. The wheel can be kind of confusing to look at. Just scroll down and look at the actual chart and see what the placements mean. Start mm-hmm. off by just googling what the different glyphs mean start googling what the different signs mean start googling what the different planets mean and just come to your own conclusion from there yeah i promise you the answers will find you you just have to look for them yourself
0: yeah for sure i totally agree that's some great advice y'all i'm going listen and take this advice okay Cause she got me into it too, okay? She got me deep into it. Now I know so much more. <laughs> Even after this, right now, I know so much more than I did coming into it, and I feel like that's so important. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on, Empress, because I knew it would be so informative, and I know the people listening will appreciate it. And uh, it's just yes. amazing. I'm, super no, I'm happy. so so
1: thankful that you have take to me to um to be on your podcast today, because truthfully, I have not been in my astrology bag as mm-hmm. much lately. Right. Um, You've been living been, life, girl. I've been on the, um, the physical plane. Yes, <laughs> but, ma'am. As you should. But when I opened back my, my, my books, it was like everything just came flooding back to me. The excitement of it all, the passion of it all. So I was yes. definitely looking forward to um, this conversation. So I can't oh. thank you enough for having me on your show today.
0: Of course. Thank you so much, Empress. and um, Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening and I'm for sure going to, I don't know, like I'm, I'm just super excited. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys learned something. Um, make sure you follow Empress on Instagram, evolution of Empress, evolution of Empress on Instagram. She's an amazing esthetician and, uh, make sure you follow her and thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, cool.